You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today to chat about a topic I particularly love. So I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and let you know where you can find her online. Hi, I'm SM Harlow. I am the author of The Two Witches Primore, and you can find me in most social media platforms. I have a blog called uh, twowitchblog.com, and you can find me under that very same name and Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, I think that's all of them, but basically you can find <laughs> me under the Tea Witch blog. Um, on Facebook, I do have it under SM Harlow uh, Books. So, yes, you can find Wonderful. me that way. Feel free to send me a chat. I, I love chatting with people, getting to know others. So. Wonderful. Yeah. And listeners, as always, I will have everything linked in the show notes so you can find that easily. And we are going to just be chatting all about tea. So I am very excited. Your book just came out uh, last month and it's it's so cute. It's like the cute, cozy <laughs> book. Like I just love like how it's set up and like the size of it. It like it's just adorable. <laughs> and like it fits like the the theme and the content so well. <laughs> Thank you. I felt the exact same way when I got my first copy. I was just had a little happy dance with it. I was like, you're so cute. You're so small. You fit in a purse perfectly. But you're so hefty. I, I love it. <laughs> yes. And I love the green color too. The green just it looks great mm. on my shelf. I'm like, oh, it's like perfect for tea. <laughs> well, I would yes, love to. It, it is. I'd love to start by asking you then for anyone who is not familiar with the book and has not seen it yet, um, what your book is about and where you got the idea from to like start writing it. Yeah, so A Tea Witch's Grimoire is basically a book, a, a grimoire in itself about all things tea magic, basically incorporating the tea ritual itself into your life on a daily basis, at any moment, at any time, any place, anywhere. If you have this deep desire to just kind of cozy up and take a moment to yourself, but yet have this intention for any kind of purpose, any kind of remedy that you need in your in your life, tea magic is basically the way to use it just to just to take a moment, you and the tea, and bring your intentions into reality. And this book is basically a way to help show you the way to incorporate tea, different types of herbs, different types of ritual that you can create in your life to make that possible. And in a way, it's it's a perfect type of practice where you can make it a, a daily routine in your life. I, I had wanted it to be, you know, um, I, I guess you can call it like a mundane practice where it can just be something so simple that you can brew together 
but also make it so meaningful and so magical in your life. And this, this book came about from that very same principle, from that very same practice that I've had over all my years, um, over the last decade where tea had became a very big part of my life from, from learning about it, from practicing it, and just incorporating it into my magical practice that I grew to love its wisdom, grew to love the present moment that it would give me and that focus that it empowered inside me to really bring about my intentions, bring about the the wisdom that I knew that I needed in part of my life, you know, and, uh, Everything that you see in this book, from the recipes to the rituals to everything that's actually is a part of me. It's my very own recipes, my very own practice and rituals that I have put together in my very (laughs) uh, fall apart grimoire that you'll find in my library. It's it's all in there in this very same book. I love that. I love that you are able to share such a personal part of your practice. And I love that it's like a daily aspect. And like you said, more mundane, because I think people look at tea and often only think of like tea leaf reading and making it something Mm -hmm. like way more complicated. Uh, And I like that you have this option of making it something that's just much easier to access on a daily basis. Yes, it's perfect for any kind of witch. If 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 she is a simple one, or if he is a high ceremonial one, you know, um, the the tea practice itself is very universal, and that's what I have loved about it over the years. Speaking of over the years, how did you get started in witchcraft and tea in particular? Well. Uh, when it came down to witchcraft or particularly understanding my gifts, I would say that it began when I was a child, um, getting to learn and observe my grandmother, who was what most would call a healer. She had this natural gift to just know how and what to do for others, that it just, it greatly inspired me to pursue that kind of that gift that that desire that want you know so you know growing up as that child I was definitely the kind of kid that you would see running around the playground helping the kids that fell over but you know as I grew older I definitely had to learn more about witchcraft when I was 11 on my own and just learning as much as I could at the time from books and libraries and anything from anyone that I came across. And I greatly had that opportunity when I was 17. I was able to work at a metaphysical store. And under that advisor, that mentor, I was able to learn so much more about witchcraft, about all the many different types of practices and cultures and the many people that were so gifted that came through that store wanting to teach and spread that joy. And I learned so much from there. And I definitely 
learned my my deepest passion, which was herbal folklore. I absolutely loved the magical correspondences that came with herbs. And I learned there that my great ability was being able to intuitively connect with herbs and plants and, and, and knowing what they were best used for and learning the different types of magical recipes that you can use for incense and powders and oils. And I was just, oh, I was joyfully overwhelmed with all that knowledge and just soaked it up like a sponge. And when I was 20, I was able to work with an acupuncturist, a traditional Chinese acupuncturist, who also, like her her clinic, she it was also a tea house, like it was two of them. And learning under her about all of the holistic Chinese remedies that were that are used to help and heal people, she also worked alongside a tea master. He came from uh, many generations of tea masters. And I had to learn as well about the all, like the history of tea itself, the Carmela sinensis plant, how it can heal both mentally and, and physically, emotionally, spiritually even. And that it was like um it was like a doorway opened for me. Everything just clicked into place when I I observed and learned of the ritual behind it and the beautiful history. And from there I was able to serve tea to others and in a way became a, a sort of a a spiritual counselor, if you will, <laughs> listening to people come in with their stories and their needs and desires and listening to what was needed for them, you know, and I began kind of putting that remedy into the teas and serving it to them. And that became like a, a pivotal purpose for me. It, it felt good seeing them light and seeing their aura and energy revive. And it, it just, it, it felt like a balance, a cosmic balance for me. And I was able to go forth with that knowledge and that passion um, and got to work more in, in tea, basically, in, in different companies and businesses around tea and learning how to blend them and learn all of its flavor profiles and then combining like my herbal folklore knowledge with the magical purposes behind it. I was able to see like, hey, you could enjoy this tea, this flavor and so on, but also they have these purposes, these magical purposes behind them too that can be incorporated into your your witchcraft, your practice, your craft. And and from there it was just no stopping. I pretty much did a daily recipe and practicing it, putting trial and error to the test, you know. So it was yes, it was a, a really fun early years there. Just practicing, testing, having tea parties with friends and witches, you know, and just <laughs> really loving it. 
<clears throat> that's beautiful and then it really it really came full circle for you back to learning mm -hmm. from your grandmother yes yes I it, so it definitely exciting. was mm -hmm. so for somebody who is just starting out uh, because you obviously have honed this craft for a long time and are very dedicated to your tea. And I know you included a lot of that information in this book. So for somebody who is just starting out, what would you recommend as beginners when they're first learning to work with the tea? Is there a particular step they should take or a certain section in your book that they should start with? Well, I, I would say the very first thing is to make it your own. I know this book has so much information, so many ways about it, but I think above all, the most important thing for any witch on her path is to make her craft her own. And that is learning about which herbs speak to you, which ones are your favorite, which ones do you love to taste which ones connect to you the most you know and and you learn each herb from there you learn about how it feels to you how it connects to you and how its energy influences you and then from there learning its correspondences what what are they good for what can you use them in spells or and so on um so learning about the herbs, learning about their intentions, learning how they connect with you, I would say is definitely the first step. Learning which ones are your favorites, which ones do you feel most drawn to first. And from there, basically making them like your, your main bubble, the ones that you know that you will reach to the most, which ones are multi-purpose and such. Um, and then going from that to making it a part of your practice, it's, it's, it's really simple. Like I said, if you're making it a part of yourself, you just simply need to choose your favorite faithful mug, your faithful teapot, and, and kind of setting up your own little space for it. Kind of, most, most people, most witches, they love to have their altars. And I highly recommend having a tea altar for yourself for this practice, you know, just to have a space that, you know, that it brings you peace, it brings you balance and brings you present and where you can do this practice, where you can brew your tea, blend it together and sit a moment with it and having that time. <clears throat> I think also knowing exactly what you want helps as well um, if you're going in it with intention or even not if you don't even have a, a knowing of what you want you can just simply sit with a good wise brew and sit there to meditate and consider what it is that you need what is the remedy that you need in your life right now and go about it in that way but Yes, it's it's definitely making it a part of you, I would say, and learning about all of the medicinal 
and spiritual magical aspects that each herb is about. <clears throat> I really enjoy that. And I love the idea of making a tea altar because I know that there are a lot of witches that listen to this podcast that don't necessarily want to announce their witchcraft to the world and have like a really obvious witchy altar in their space. But a tea altar is is very hidden. It's not overtly witchy but it's a space that can still like be your own I think it's probably one of the greatest you know aspects of that magical practice is just being able to make it your own and also be able to keep that hidden and personal if you still want to yes exactly Mm -hmm. I have a coffee altar because I am more drawn to coffee but then (laughs) since I read your book I realized like how many more things I can be doing with my tea so just for witches who do not have this book in their hands yet you have like celebrating holidays and moon phases astrological signs like using crystals and it's like all of my favorite (laughs) things like there's just so many more things than just you know tea leaf divination there's like so many more options in your book and I was like oh my gosh I can add all of these things to my coffee altar and make it like this huge space so that is what I've done it's just like massive expanded and it's like the whole countertop I'm like yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly it's very universal I mean honestly I I have heard of some coffee witches who say well you know instead of the tea I just use the the coffee as a part of the ritual and I said well there you go you know you made it a part of your own (laughs) yeah you're you have a whole section of like ingredients and like different ingredients Mm -hmm. corresponding to like different you know like energies and different like goals and things you can use them in different like types of spells which is super helpful because you can use you know coffee and tea together in like those ways and add various different things to both of those and I was like this is so helpful Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And now I'm exactly. drinking beverages all day long. <laughs> <clears throat> I know, I know, same way. I, my husband's like, really, another one? I'm like, oh, yes, this is your fifth one today. Well, yes. <laughs> I, am, I am well hydrated, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's great because it's, you know, I can have coffee in the morning and then go throughout my day with like different teas and adding different herbs in there. And there's so many different ways to incorporate that in you know, not only include my energies for the day, but like look ahead to personal goals and what I want to accomplish and make my teas and herbs correspond to that. I think it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. So true. I love it myself. Like sometimes if I do actually have a need for some coffee, like a coffee morning, you know, um, I do the same. I add some like dandelion and some roses. Usually those are my favorites just to kind of um, add some calming aspects some balancing aspects but also some some wishes you know for the day yeah I love to do that so if you I have it's hard to say a typical because everyone is so different but do is there anything that you do like sort of standard practice um tea or not just witchcraft in general uh on a daily or like weekly basis I do. And I mean, I, honestly, it, it is usually tea. <laughs> you know, of course. But, but yes, I do. I, I usually every morning when I get up, when I try to get up earlier than the husband and the son, <laughs> I, I I usually make my way over to my kitchen to where my tea altar is. And I brew myself a, a cup of gaba tea with oolong. And 
I, I take that moment just to breathe. It's like a, like a, my breath work practice, you know, I just breathe, take a moment, be present. I look outside the window. I look outside in nature and just have that moment to myself. And I sit down with the tea and I usually, that's when I bring out my Oracle deck and I pull out a card and just basically seeking what I need for the day, what to care for for the day. If there is a particular remedy that I know I will, I will need eventually, you know, and, and if it's, that's needed, then I will go into my apothecary and prepare the tea if it's needed. And that's, that's usually my my lovely morning practice that I, I can't go without. I have to have that moment every day in the morning, you know. Oh, yeah. We are up before everybody else. It's key. <sighs> when you try. When you try to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. It's not always the easiest, but it's like it's so nice when you just like have a few moments to yourself and the whole house is quiet. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> if not the morning, then at midnight. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's that's the great thing with tea, though. You can have it all day. Like, the coffee I got to do first thing in the morning. But if I do a tea, mm-hmm. then I can yeah. make something without caffeine and do that late. Oh, it's all-day beverage. Exactly. <laughs> Anytime you want. If you need the caffeine, if you don't need the caffeine, you need something just to kind of mellow you out or send you off into prophetic dreams. <laughs> yes. Uh, ooh, dream tea. Yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> now, I'm sure that your answer for this changes on the seasons and based on like what you need in that day. But you, I know you have over like 70 <laughs> recipes and spells and things in this book. <laughs> what do you right now have a current favorite? Uh, I know it's like trying to, trying to pick a favorite child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, you only have the one you know, child. I get, but... I get this question every time, you know, and it's like, oh, in the beginning, it was always like, ow, stab, you know, my heart. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do actually have one now. Originally, I would say was my courage tea that I have in the book. That one is, it was often a go-to. Um, but recently, I had blended together a tea in a way to kind of how shall I put it? Um, I guess to best represent myself, you know, to bring out all the best qualities in me, or I guess in, in one would say an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had I had blended together two re- two recipes that you will find in the book, which was the Aquarius tea recipe and one of the full moon tea recipes, and it's a it's a black tea with peppermint chamomile and roses and that one has become a, a, a daily favorite to me um Ooh. just because of the the reviving or energies that it gives me you know so yes <laughs> i don't know it was so really a combination <clears throat> of making it, like you said making it your own and really learning about yeah. each herb yes exactly you know you could do the same for yours if you were to find your own horoscope in the book and you needed oh I, I put to Scorpio tea immediately I was like yes where is this section <laughs> yes exactly you know if you if let's say you wanted to play around or practice a bit you can take your Scorpio tea and let's say if you needed um if you needed some 
lucky, like some luck tea, you could probably blend together those recipes a little bit, you know, tweak them a little to your flavor palette. But yeah, you can totally mix and match your intentions, your, your needs, you know, the recipes if you really wanted to. And that's what I love about tea magic. It's so versatile. It is, it's a part of you. It's a part of your intuition, you know, what it is that you need. I absolutely love that because I love the, you know, all the information on the, like the wheel of the year and, and using it for like celebrating holidays, but I'm also mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, you know, coming up, going to be celebrating Yule, but then also like goal setting for January 1st. So like being yes. able to combine that, like as like a Yule celebration. And then also like those like goal setting and like motivation, like it's going to be so much fun to like combine those and like make a tea and yeah. sit down with like my goal planning and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet, but <laughs> I have like, all, I have like, I, like I said, I like set up my whole altar and like adding all of these things to like my coffee space and my tea space. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> really that makes you feel so like fabulous. a true <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Like stirring over my cauldron. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know clockwise and bring it in. Burn the candles, burn your incense. Yes, bring it all together. <laughs> it feels it feels so extra witchy. <laughs> uh, but I I'm just so blown away by all of the information that I have gotten from this book because, like I said, when I started, I was like, I'm really dedicated to my coffee, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's like a whole world opening to me. And I've said that before on this podcast that like I don't do tea as much, but now I'm like. I'm really diving in. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. I I love hearing coffee drinkers being (laughs) converted. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, but it's like nice because, you know, having all of those uh, ingredients and stuff that you have in there, like a lot of them can be added into coffee as well. So I really feel like my whole world is expanding with all the knowledge I'm getting from this book. So basically just thank you for writing it because it's been really helpful for me. Yes, you're so welcome. You could do the same probably like if, you know, going back to a whole tea divination, the same can be done with coffee grounds. And if you really wanted to, you can, uh, I don't know if you use whole bean or powdered, but if you ground up your your coffee grounds and add some um, divination type of herbs uh, and ground that up with it, then you could eventually also use it for, I guess, coffee divination. Oh, yeah. I have not tried it yet. I've I've heard that. And I think that I I feel like I have to give it a go, you know, just to yes. just to see. See oh, what comes so out. Fun. Yes, it's so fun, honestly. I think um tassiography or, or reading coffee grounds, it's uh, to me it's really fun. It's like a whole new visionary type of form, you know, that sparks the third eye <laughs> it's 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 really fun especially when you do it with friends you know yeah and when you just enjoy the process instead of like making it so serious and having to have all the answers and feeling like pressure mm-hmm. to make it perfect or do it exactly right like just like playing around it can be fun as well and just mm-hmm. enjoying what like the actual process of doing it and getting your hands dirty exactly like making little mud pies when you were a kid <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were all witches back then. It was like trying to <laughs> mm-hmm. mixing together mud pies with like different like shampoos and soaps and like making a concoction in the sink and then getting in trouble for it. Yep. Ah, uh, yes. My <laughs> hair was always dirty. 
<laughs> you were you were a true herbalist even back then. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nature child. I was going to say, is this all something that you are passing on to your son? I am working towards it. He is three years old, you know, and I can see here and there he is fascinated. He he seems to lean more towards divination though of anything he just loves all of my decks he wants to be all involved in the tarot and the oracle and when we pull a card he needs to pull a card you know so that that aspect I'm happy to see because it is a gift in my family so I'm, I'm that, and also my husband's family too so that's a good sign um but I, I hope you know that he will will love to learn more as he gets older, you know, he's very observant and he likes to see the all of the traditions that are happening around us as far as, you know, Samhain goes and Yule goes. He's he's just starting to really connect everything, you know, so I'm hoping for the best. But of course, it's his free will and it will be up to him. But oh, it will be so all around fun. him, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it, it does sound like he's already getting a good start. I totally totally understand that of being drawn to the decks that's me too <laughs> they're just so pretty they I are resist. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do enjoy incorporating the decks like you said like in the morning routine and pulling like an oracle card along with your tea and stuff I think is just such a fun practice it's like another added element it doesn't have to be difficult you just pull one single card yes exactly and and another I day I do like I have completely forgot to say that that's probably a daily thing is that a part of my altar, I have, I say altar, I have a lot of different altars here. <laughs> I have an ancestral altar, you know, and I usually always have a teacup that's filled with tea. So if I, if I go and I check to see if it's a little low, then I go and refill it with whichever tea that I'm having it with. But yeah, that's usually a daily practice there too. Oh, that's an nice. Offering. And then just including your ancestors in whatever tea you're making that day. Yes. Yes, it's a tea party. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Do you have a special ancestor teacup? <laughs> no, not particularly, actually. Well, I shouldn't say that. I usually use this one that, um, it's, a, it's a recent one that was given to me. It's one of those beautiful little porcelain teacups with its trivet, and it has a um, an Ouija print on it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that works. Let me use that one. <laughs> so that has been a recent, yeah, happening. <laughs> I love it. That's so much fun. I have a little shot glass on mine. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should get like a teacup too. I'm always drawn to the teacups when I go into like thrift stores and things to like find oh, all yeah. like the pretty patterns. And then I end up with a collection. And I'm like, why Why do I have all these? I can only use one at a time. But they're, it's, <laughs> it's an addicting thing to Fabulous. <laughs> I know. It, 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 it can get carried away. But they're fabulous. <laughs> They really are. I like that you said that in the beginning when we were talking about uh, where beginners should get started and you were like, pick out your favorite mug. I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Same. I do. I have a raccoon mug. I will never, I will never oh. give it up. Oh, I love that. I know that's it's really cute. Oh, precious little trash pandas. 
yes I'm, they are my favorite it's that is my favorite mm-hmm. mug and I, I but you know I try to like branch out I have so many different ones that I love and I like try to branch out for like different seasons but I also try to match my mug for like what it is that I'm brewing and I feel like different ones like different colors have different energies that like match like the yes. tea or the coffee that I'm gonna do and it's like, just you know extra fun <laughs> mm-hmm. but your raccoon one could be like your little familiar cup your little oh yes <laughs> My little spirit guide cup. I like that. I like that idea. It is my favorite. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much for being here today and sharing all about your book and all your advice and expertise. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me. This was truly a joy. And listeners, I will have everything linked and the book as well. So you can check that out. I think a lot of you are going to love it. Like I said, packed with tons of information. It looks cute on your shelf, which for me is a plus in a book. Like I love when a book is adorable and also the information inside matches. Like that is just like the slam dunk of books. It's like they look, they look adorable. They've got great information. That's all I need. <laughs> So thank you very much, listeners. I will have everything linked so you can check it out for yourself. I bet that is everything that I have for you this week. I will see you next week. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.